hey guys, we had to take another break. Let me let me do this. Uh, I'm actually going to to start him back a little bit earlier because I want you guys to get this with the full passion and with the full amount. So, Jeremy, do me a favor. Restart your answer back to your son had got diagnosed. All right, start right there because I want people to get this because this this is what I've been battling with too. So go ahead and re-say that for me. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so my son was diagnosed in December of uh, 2011 with an inoperable brain tumor. Um, there was nothing they could do. He had a, a 3% chance to live. And previous to that, I was battling with my faith a little bit. And as soon as we were told of the diagnosis, my wife and I, you know, we had about a 30 minute period where obviously we were distraught and upset and very sad. But then it was almost as if God just uh, spoke right to us and said, you know what, you're stronger than that. You're more than that. And you have everything within you to handle this. So we immediately got busy working on our faith. We got busy working on the things that we needed to concentrate on making things count. And I was still a musician at the time. And, um, I had taken a break from that obviously. And, uh, my son asked me one day, dad, why aren't you singing? And I said, well, son, you know, you're sick and you need me right now. And my whole entire life is devoted to you at this moment. And I, I don't want to take away from that. So right now it's not about me. It's about you which is a noble effort um, and a noble thing. However, God must have been speaking through my son. And my son looked at me and said, you know what, Dad? You need to take care of your life. You need to do what you need to do to serve other people. And you need to do what you love and you enjoy doing. And you cannot stop your life for anyone. And you need to do your work through God. And he he had a phrase that he, he used, and I'll never forget it. He said, Dad, you need to learn to learn how to hold on to a minute and use all the time it's in it and do not waste any time because we don't know how long we're going to be here basically. Um, and that's not up to us. That's up to God. So I, I did, admittedly, I ran into like the bathroom and, and cried for a couple minutes because not because I was sad. It was, it was a reality check to me. And it was almost like God spoke to me through my son and he allowed me to know that that wasting time is not a good thing and that we need to get the most out of this life that, that we are blessed with, that we are fortunate to have. And that um, while you might think things are one way, God, God has plans for you. And he showed that to my son. And through that, my son continued to get joy and uh, actually learned how not to live a quantity of life. But what I think God wants us to have is a quality of life. He taught me, and in that experience, I am still to this very moment living in that and, and do not have any anticipation on it ever changing in that way unless God asks me to, is the fact that we need to learn to use all the time we have as wisely as we can and always be grateful for it and do the things that are good for ourselves, but mostly for the purpose of serving other people. And if, and if you're doing that, you're, you're on the right track. And that's a way that God pushed me um, into that sort of thing is to learn how to just don't hesitate. Do not procrastinate. Go after what you're going to do. Don't worry about the failures. Don't worry about the downsides. Just go into it. And if you are giving your sincere faith-based effort, 
you're always going to grow as a human being and that's a good thing. That's, you know, that's, that's what, which I I love that, man. I, I really do. I don't even know how they even explain that, but somebody, somebody needs to hear that because I, as soon as I heard, I was like, wow, repeat this. All right. Question number three, uh, cause I am going to, I am going to say something on that later, but let's jump to question three. Question number three is when did you step in? No, when you stepped into your goal, your dream, um, that's usually when critics pop up. Um, explain if you agree or disagree and how do you personally respond to the criticism? Um, yeah, I, I received a lot of criticism because a lot of people thought I was absolutely insane for continuing on with my music. You know, you've got a sick little boy. How could you do this? And shouldn't you spend every minute with him? And um, I was called lots of things, even up into including a, a poor father or a, a poor father figure, you know, a lot of name calling and stuff like that. And, you know, I was I was very calm about it uh, because, I, you know, people are allowed to have their opinions, wh- whether I disagree or not. And that and that's OK. Um, and I have a saying that I learned from my mother as well. What other people think of me is none of my business. And I just it was really I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say it wasn't hurtful uh, because I knew what I was doing. Um, however. At, at the end of the day, they would say it and I would nod and I would say, yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, sir. No, ma'am. But then I just continued on with what God wanted me to do because I knew that that was the right thing to do. And that was what I needed to do. So while, yeah, I, I mean, I would be lying if I said that some of it wasn't hurtful um, a, a little bit. It was. Um, however, I knew that, um, you know, sometimes that you, you're going to have God's plan for you is going to be something that most people aren't going to understand. Uh, and, uh, I just have to be forgiving of them for that. And that's okay if they have their opinion, but I, I knew from God through my son, what I was supposed to be doing. And to this day, I have absolutely no regret.